Welcome back to another episode of The Fittest Guy in the Office. I'm Adam, and this podcast is all about helping busy guys just like you become the fittest guy in the office. So today, I'm going to talk to you guys about a calorie deficit. What is a calorie deficit? How do you do it? How do you be successful? It's really not that hard, guys, but we're going to go through all that in just a second. I, If you could see my setup right now, guys, this is the most embarrassing setup I've ever had in my life, uh, in my podcasting life, which is what is that? Six months now I've been podcasting. So yeah, this is the worst I've ever done, guys. I just moved into a new apartment and <laughs> I I broke my mic stand a few weeks ago. So that's been preventing me from actually recording any episodes because I'm, I'm really, I'm a bit OCD, I guess, when it comes to these things. I like everything to be in its place and, and just how it's supposed to be. And right now it's just not the case. So I, uh, if you could see this right now, it's my neighbors can see me right now. My windows are open and uh, it's pretty funny. I have my microphone inside my toaster, like, you know, where the bread goes, like where nothing else should be going. But yeah, the, the microphone is in the in the slot where the bread goes and it's actually pretty, I think it's going to work. I don't know. We'll listen to the audio after this and see if it actually <laughs> did its job. But anyway, guys, uh, we're going to talk about a, a calorie deficit today because I feel like it's something that people get a lot, get really hung up on. Like, People don't understand the the phrase calorie deficit. They don't understand, I guess, the term rather. They don't understand the, the term calorie deficit. They don't understand what it is, what it's used for, how to do it. It's just generally misunderstood. So a calorie deficit by definition is just less calories than your body needs to maintain its current state. So say that you're 180 pounds, probably my weight right now. I haven't weighed myself. I'm going to guess I'm around 180 pounds right now. And I want to be, actually, it doesn't really matter what my goal weight is. Whatever goal weight I want to be, it's less than 180. So what I need to do is, what I like, actually, let's backtrack. What I like to do is I like to eat a, a bagel every day for breakfast. I just have a bagel and, pe- and peanut butter, and that's my thing. Um, here in Montreal, we have the best bagels ever. Sorry, New York. I love the bagels there, but Montreal just has you beat. So I have a bagel every day. So if I wanted to get into a calorie deficit and change literally nothing else, if I stay the same, like I work out about five or six times a week, if I continue my three to 5,000 steps a day, which is very bad, (laughs) normally it's about 10,000, but in these recent times, it's about three to 5,000. So if I stick to that, say 3,000, if I change literally nothing about my day, except for that bagel that I have every day, if I take out that 280 calories, whatever that is. Um, then that means I'll be in a 280 calorie deficit per day. So you do the math. That's around, not the best at math. Uh, that's around 2000 calories less every week that I'll be consuming. So I will be technically in a calorie deficit as long as everything else is the same. So that's really all you have to do guys. I could literally end the episode right now, <laughs> but I won't cause it, it doesn't, it does warrant more explanation. So, um, after you do that, removing calories is not always the the best option because sometimes, like for example, I, I compete in men's physique. I don't know if I've ever said that on the show before, but I compete in men's physique and at the very, when it comes down to the wire, you're, I'm really eating nothing, almost nothing. And so you're, you're literally starving to get those last pounds off of your body, which I don't recommend to anyone unless you have aspirations for the stage. You don't need to be dieting like that. 1,400 calories is not good for anyone but a toddler. So, yeah. Um, the 
where was I going with this? I, I get so sidetracked on, on ex- explaining that low calorie is not the way to go that I, I kind of forget what I'm saying. Oh yeah. So some people are so far into a cut or they're so far into a, their, their dieting phase, if you want to call it that, uh, that they're so low calorie that they just, there's not, there's nowhere else to go. So in that case, removing calories is not always the best way to do things. So maybe adding more steps. So if my average is 3000 steps every day, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring that up to 4000. I'm not going to aspire for 10,000 or 15,000 steps a day when I know that I'm only doing 3000. It's just not realistic and it's not going to set you up for success. So what I would do then is I would say, okay, I'm at 3k. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do 4k this week every day without fail. I'm going to add 1000 steps every day. You guys know what 1000 steps every day is. That's 7,000 steps that you didn't do last week, which is perfectly fine. That's more, more than what you did last week. So that's the goal. The goal is progression. Every in everything that you do in fitness, progression should always be your number one goal. Otherwise you're hitting a plateau. You're maintaining your weight. You're maintaining your, your muscle. You're not growing. And, and that, goes for any aspect in your life if whether it's your business for example if you why would you ever aspire to to just make 50k you know you make 50k a year you're good you're fine you're not gonna try and get more clients you're not gonna try and sell more products you're just gonna chill at 50k that's not how this works and i don't know why in fitness that becomes kind of like a comfort zone you know like oh i lost 20 pounds i'm good well no you you like you you can, which is, it's completely fine if you, if you're good with your body, you're good with your weight and the way that you look and you want to maintain, that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with maintaining, but it just becomes a problem when people are like, okay, well, I don't want to do anything. So I guess I'll just settle here. And they're not happy. You know, like I, right now, currently I'll admit that I'm not happy with my body because I'm, I'm heavier than I should be for, for my own personal standards, not for anyone else's. Cause as, as you should know by now, if you've been following the show for my, what is this, 14th episode, 13th episode, uh, you should know that I don't really care. Um, so for me, I like to be around, I like to be in the mid 150s to low 150s. And I, right now I'm, I'm probably pushing 180. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't weighed myself in a few months, but I personally am not okay with maintaining where I am right now. Cause I know that the, the body that I have right now is the sign of laziness, my own laziness. And I have been just eating, sometimes I just eat maple syrup or like peanut butter with a spoon. I'm really guilty of that. Like that's my worst thing is having peanut butter in the house and I just eat it with a spoon like it's, like it's yogurt, which peanut butter is one of the highest, it's one of the most caloric foods that you can have along with oil or, you know, anything, (laughs) any other high fat food. Um, doesn't make it a bad food. It just means that it's high in calories and it's not something that you should be just eating with a spoon, um, like, a an irresponsible snacker, uh, which I am. And I know that, which is why I don't keep, um, things like Oreos or, or just things that I, I really love in the house. I think that's something that, that will help you a lot. If you're trying to get into a calorie deficit and lose weight sustainably, get the things, get your favorite foods out of your house, get it the fuck out of your kitchen. Because the minute that you have, you know, you're opening the cupboard for some rice, but you have, Oreos, like what do you think you're going to choose, rice or or you're going to have a, a one portion of rice, you're going to weigh that out and, and everything's going to be fine? No, you're going to eat 17 Oreos and then you're going to wonder why you're not in a calorie deficit. It's because you 
keep these foods in your house and you don't need to. I, when I want something, I try. Like every time I go grocery shopping, I do buy something that I like, just one thing. Because, you know, the damage is done. If you do, if I eat a pint of ice cream, fine. You know, I ate, I ate a pint of ice cream, a pint of ice cream. It's not happening every day. Maybe I ruined a couple days. Who cares? No harm, no foul in that case. But like if you're having, you know, if you're buying Oreos and you're buying a pint of ice cream and popcorn, although popcorn, no, scratch that. Popcorn is one of my, that's a good snacking food for me. And I'll get to that in a second. Uh, I don't know, chips and, you know, just, just typical snack foods. If you're buying all those things, then you have the chance to eat those every single day. Whereas if you buy like, I don't know, one package of Oreos and that's it, chances are you're not going to eat those all in one day. And if you do, it's not really that the end of the world. I mean, you, you can get back on track the next day and probably be fine. Um, so my biggest thing with, with snack foods is you should, in, you should be inconvenienced. And that means going out and buying what you're craving. So if I want a dipped ice cream cone, like a Dairy Queen type cone, I mean, I don't go to Dairy Queen. I think it's pretty basic, but we have a place called Dippery here, and it's uh, here in Montreal, and it is a hundred times better than than Dairy Queen. You dip, you you choose the dip that you want, like the hard shell. They dip the ice cream cone. You choose like the the toppings and everything. Anyway, it's one of the best things ever. And uh, if I want that, I'm going to go there. I'm not going to keep the the toffee and the maple whatever, you know, the maple candies and all that stuff and the ice cream and ice cream cones in my house because I can make it every night. Same reason why I don't keep tequila in the house because I'll, I'll have a margarita every day. Am I drinking one right now? Perhaps. Perhaps I'm drinking a margarita as I'm talking to you about calorie deficit, but <laughs> I happen to be in a calorie deficit right now. So um, I don't see this as a problem. This is actually my second margarita that I've made today. Um, but I helped a friend move today this honestly, this could be my best episode, and this could be my worst episode. Who knows? I've never drank before on a podcast, but um, today's the day. Uh, so I helped a friend move earlier, and I was. It's like a hundred and fifty degrees here. It's it's so hot today. Yesterday was rainy. Today's extremely hot and humid. So I was sweating the entire time going up flights of stairs with furniture. So I think that I deserve it. Um, but the thing is, guys. I planned to have these margaritas today after this move because I was like, I deserve it. I've been doing, I've been working out all day basically. Um, but I also had for breakfast, I had my, my normal bagel and, and peanut butter. And then I had a mound of egg whites. I just, I had about 150 grams of egg whites and avocado for breakfast. And then I didn't eat again. Uh, my friend bought us bought us pizza, so I had pizza for for lunch, and then yeah, that's all I've eaten today. And then I had two margaritas, homemade though. I don't ever use a, a mix, so that's another thing that you can do to get into a calorie deficit is making your own stuff. So meal prep, whether that's meal prep or um, if you like to drink with your friends on the weekends, make your own mixers. There's no reason to get a Jose Cuervo and and have sixty grams of sugar in there when you can just use lemon juice and a little bit of agave syrup or maple syrup or whatever you want whatever you want to use and it's like half the calories there's there's no reason to waste your calories and i think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they're like okay well i only had one drink well one drink could be 500 calories do you want to do that or do you want to eat a cake for 200 calories you know so you have to kind of choose your battles and you have to kind of 
not kind of. You have to plan ahead. That's the biggest thing. Plan, what is it? Plan to fail to plan, plan to fail, or something like that. Whatever the phrase is, that's basically what happens. I personally have to plan everything that I do. And my friends make fun of me because I'm one of those people that if you're not in my calendar, then I'm like, I don't fuck with you. You know, like it's kind of that thing where if like, if I don't have hanging out with whatever your name is in my calendar, then we're not hanging out. Or, <laughs> you know, like if I have a meeting with someone, I'm always going to put it in my calendar. That's I'm, I'm so crazy to that point that I have to always account for my time. And I'm guilty of not doing that with my food. I don't preach to preach these things to everyone because I expect you to be perfect all the time. I say these things because I'm guilty of these things as well. So I didn't plan to eat pizza today, although I kind of knew that we were going to get food because we were going to be moving all day, but I planned to have something. So that's why I had some egg whites for, for breakfast. And I, I just had a high protein breakfast because I knew, and I didn't eat anything else because I knew that I was going to have a high calorie lunch and I was going to come home and have two margaritas. But you know, after these margaritas, after I, after I record this podcast episode, I'm going to have a salad with shrimp. So you kind of have to just like make everything fit. And that's what brings me to my next point. When you're getting into a calorie deficit, and I say this like it's some complicated thing, a calorie deficit is just eating less calories or taking in less calories. So whether you're creating calorie deficit from exercise by burning a few more calories, a few hundred more calories, or you're just eating less food, you can't just keep doing what you're normally doing. So if I have my normal bagel every day and don't change anything, of course, nothing's going to change. I plan ahead. I knew that I was going to have some some drinks and some pizza and whatever else with friends. It's fine. Tomorrow, or actually, yeah. So tonight, I'm, I'm not going to have like rice or pasta for dinner. I'm going to have a salad, like I said, a salad and, and shrimp. So I'm going to have my protein source and, and a vegetable and call it good. So you just kind of have to give and take calories from different meals if you want to have a good and fun and flexible life. If you want to be one of these stupid keto people or or intermittent fasters, not that you're they're stupid. I that I shouldn't call these people stupid, but most of these zealots that that are just like married to one idea, like I ha keto is the best because I lost fifty pounds in one month. Fine. You know, let those people do whatever they want, but don't be one of those people who is stuck on one idea or one method because flexibility is always, always going to, almost always, you know, some people it's not appropriate for because they don't have the self, the self control. But, um, for the majority of the, of the population, I think that flexibility is going to work a lot better. It's going to be way better for diet adherence than a strict, uh, you know, a strict diet that just restricts all the food that you like. So, um, if you want to actually eat foods that you love and not have to change that many things, plan ahead and see where you can fit extra calories and where you can take them away. Cause I think that's, that's really the place where everybody almost everybody at some point in their lives at some point in their fitness careers will get this wrong. They'll, they'll want, they want everything. And then at the end of the day, they're like, Oh, well, I I've eaten 5,000 calories. Of course I'm not in a calorie deficit. So all that to say <laughs> plan ahead. And I, I posted this on Instagram the other day. I don't know if you guys are following me 
It's at the fit Adam on all platforms, all major platforms. Um, I posted a graphic the other day and it said, uh, it was, it was top five, my top five, uh, easy things to do for a cal to get into a calorie deficit. So the, the very last slide was stop mindlessly snacking, bitch. And I say that because it's like, I, most of the things that I post are like me talking to myself or just me doing me being stupid, but it's really me, me talking to myself because I'm a huge snacker. And I mentioned earlier that I love popcorn. Um, and popcorn is one of those things that is, you know, like you can have, it's a, it's a high volume food. So what I like to do is I like to get the, the loose kernels. So just, just buy the kernels, get paper bags, like lunch bags and put them in there with salt, garlic, or whatever, whatever you want your popcorn to taste like. I don't know, whatever. A uh, little tiny bit of oil, and that way you can control your calories because the only thing that really matters in that in that concoction that you made in that paper bag is the uh, the kernels and the oil because the rest is just spices. So I like to just binge on a bunch of popcorn, not a bunch. Obviously, you have to track that. You have to figure out how much you put in there and put it in MyFitnessPal and plan accordingly. But if I, I can have a big bowl of popcorn and still be fine, or I can have a huge massive salad and just sit in front of Netflix and just eat and eat and eat because I know that I, it's just salad. It's just lettuce and maybe some tomatoes are the worst thing that I've thrown in there. Um, a lot, another thing that I like to do is replace things like, I don't know, maybe like popsicles or like ice cream or something. I like to freeze grapes. So my favorite are the, uh, the red grapes. I don't know why they call them red grapes because they're really not red. They're purple. But anyway, any kind of grape that you want, freeze them. So they're kind of like ice cubes. Put them in Greek yogurt, the original Greek yogurt, and then maybe like a little dash of maple syrup. If you want to stay, if you want to save those calories, it's really not that many, but if you want to save those calories, uh, just put a scoop of protein powder in there. So it's a super high protein snack. And the worst thing that you've put in there were those grapes, which are like, I don't know, max 50 calories. So there are a lot of things that you can do to replace some high calorie things in your life and then have the actual high calorie things like earlier in the day or at night if you're going out with your friends. Um, at this point, I'm just rambling about different foods that you can replace. So I think I'm going to end this episode here. I hope that you actually got some valuable information out of this. I personally don't see any complicated aspect of a calorie deficit, but if you have any questions, message me on Instagram, at the Fit Adam. You can find me anywhere else, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, also at the Fit Adam. But the best place to reach me is probably Instagram. DM me any questions that you have. Just DM me fitness. Say fitness at some point. I don't know. Help me with my fitness. I have fitness questions. I'll be sure and get you to the top of the list. I'll send you any resources that I can to help help you on your fitness journey and make your life a little easier. In exchange, I would really appreciate it if you could write me a review. At the very least, just rate the show really quickly. Five stars would be preferable, but if you really think that my show sucks, rate it a one. I don't care. All right, guys. With that, thank you again for listening to The Fittest Guy in the Office. I'm Adam, and I'll catch you next time.